6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. 6.30 Chad Afternoons broadcasting live from Ice District Plaza ahead of Game 2. Your Oilers and the Kings as the Oilers try to, or as they tie it up. Let's put it that way tonight at Rogers Place. We're in the south corner of the plaza right over by Bob and Doug. Well, not that far back, but right here in the uh, in the plaza. Fantastic spot to see. I can tell you we're watching everybody. You know, a lot of busy bees in here right now. Uh, just putting finishing touches, getting ready for you to get down here tonight to watch the game with, with uh, thousands of other fans. And it's it's, uh, it's wonderful to see, and it's going to be a great time once again. About 3,000 people uh, showed up on Monday night, and I know that the team here uh, hoping for more this evening. Now, the gates open at 6 o'clock, but you heard Andrea Carroll uh, say earlier that, that, hey, you know what? If we have a lineup at 5.30 and everything's good to go, we're going to open it then. So keep that in mind. It is free to get in here this evening. Uh, Reed Wilkins joining me this afternoon, and just ahead of that, I need to tell you this. I have Rod Stewart tickets to give away. It is our Mother's Day contest between 4 and 5 o'clock this afternoon. Like we've been doing all week, want to hear a great story, a quirky story, a fun story, your most memorable story, whatever it is that you want to share with me at 780-496-0063, and we'll make a draw for those Rod Stewart tickets coming up just before 5 o'clock. That concert is September 17th at Rogers Place. So we'll give those tickets away, and then we'll move right into a chance for you to win Garth Brooks tickets. Right now, though, better than any Garth Brooks, better than any Rod Stewart, the one and only Reed Wilkins. Thank you, (laughs) Jalen. I was naming Garth Brooks songs on Inside Sports last night. I got to two. That's it, only two? I only know two, and I don't really know them that well. I just know the titles. And and what would they be? Friends in Low Places and The Thunder Rolls. That's right. Yeah, that's two good ones. I couldn't even get to three. I don't know, probably... Giddy Up Cowboy, is that the name of one? I don't know. Must be. <laughs> Giddy Up Cowboy is not one. Oh, okay. Um, but um, there's a couple close to that. Thank you. Well, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the general ballpark. That's what I was shooting for. We are broadcasting live from Ice District Plaza. And uh, Reed, your first time down here. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I actually have not been in this part since it's kind of been open to the public and uh, been available. I, I think it's really cool. I think it's a, an awesome space. I, I'm trying to imagine it filled with uh, thousands of Oilers fans, which will be pretty exciting tonight. A nice outdoor space, and, uh, you know, as we go uh, deep into the playoffs, the weather is going to be great. It'll be light out late, so a, really a perfect place for people to gather. It is, it is cool seeing this because... You know, I covered that story of everything getting yeah. built and what's it going to look like and what of what are you going to hope for? And this public space was one of the things that was always <laughs> mentioned. So it's neat to see it actually now being finished and being used. Very cool. And we're seeing fans walk around already. A little guy with orange, copper and blue hair and a mohawk and his jersey on. You all ready for tonight? Let's go Oilers. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And, yeah, we're starting to see some folks uh, in and around the area already. And, and that's the thing, Reed. When you think back to all of this, you covered it. I covered it. I'm not sure that any of us could have ever imagined that this was the way it was going to end up and the way it was going to look. Well, yeah, it's always hard to picture it, right, yeah. when you see plans. And I, and I think when something is being planned and certainly 
that was the situation here and and you see what is happening in calgary now it's it's never really smooth sailing and there's always lo- a lot of talk about the costs as opposed to just how will how will it feel to have it and and how will it change i mean just you know rogers place itself we all mm-hmm. know what was there before yeah. there was the, a big parking lot yeah you know and I, I know some stuff was was here but it was older buildings and now we have these towers and we got the plaza and a place for people to gather and watch the game so i'm, I'm happy to see it come to fruition and, it, and it's interesting as you know when you when you look at the events that are coming here and, and the um uh, the, the shows that are, are coming here then you listen to gary bettman talk about calgary the other yep. day and saying hey you know what things aren't going to happen down here until we have a new uh, new arena well uh, gary bettman's coming on the face-off show tonight at 7 30 so i want to ask him about that seeing this Mm-hmm. Now, what it means for Edmonton, because let's face it, I, the possibility of a draft at an all-star game are yeah. certainly on the table. And I know when that's been brought up in the past, it's always been like, well, we got to get the whole ice district finished, including the plat. So we're getting pretty close now. Right. So uh, hopefully we're, we're getting we're getting very close. But, uh, yeah, it's always it's always interesting talking to the commissioner. I've, I've only interviewed him. I think I, I think I've only interviewed him twice, one on one, where it was just me and him. And he is—I mean—he's a very intelligent guy. I, I kind of feel—I I think that all the booing and some yeah. of the stuff is excessive at this point. Uh-huh. It might have been moderately amusing the first <laughs> couple of years, but I, but anyway. Um, but he's—he, you—you understand. I, I've developed an appreciation for why he's had the job for as long as he has because he's i don't know if he's at 30 years but he's around 30 years now and he's he's a master of controlling the message Mm -hmm. and if he doesn't you know like where a question is going or doesn't think that's no no hey hey gary i noticed you know the grass is usually (laughs) green but it looks brown today how come well, but if you notice, the sky is a, the greatest yeah. shade of blue that it's ever been. And I think that, you know, that's kind of how he handles things. But that's who the owners want. Yes. And I, I do think, ultimately, he's done a lot, a lot of positive things for Edmonton and for the Oilers, even going back to the 90s. Breed Wilkins joining us uh, this afternoon, the host of Inside Sports and Oilers Hockey on, on 630. Ched, uh, of course, you can hear his show kicking off just after 6 o'clock tonight. The face-off show gets underway. Puck drop just after uh, 8 o'clock. Uh, Reed what's it like being in that in that building game one yeah. well it, it, that was just I, I guess I don't want to say it was as loud as I've ever heard it because I've heard it pretty loud so I don't want to do the whole recency yeah. bias thing but the lead up to the game I texted a couple people and I said it is absolute bedlam in here so this was everybody in the stands and the the pump up videos playing before the players skated out onto the ice and just even the reaction to the videos and then when the team actually came out it was just nuts now that influenced the team and unfortunately i don't know if they channeled it properly because i mean i've talked about this for the last couple days they gave up a scoring chance 10 seconds into the game took a penalty early though yamamoto was awesome after that and I, I felt they didn't really find their footing until late in the first period. You know, so you know they were down two nothing, got it back to three three. So I think they they're talking more over the last couple of days about control the motion, and you mm-hmm. can be in that environment and feel good and feel excited, but still be calm and play the game that got you into the postseason. There there was a lot of talk at the at the at the presser today with about controlling emotion yeah. and that sort of stuff. And it's interesting to 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 watch Jay Woodcroft. I find him. 
having very controlled emotion. Whenever I see him uh, answering a question, yeah. it's just is just like this. Is that a is that a is that something that the team can can take along with him or learn from him? Well, I I think so because I I think that there to some extent, even though the you know most of the players are grown men and have been playing yeah. hockey a long time, I still think you take cues from your coach. And if you have a coach that is always, you know, flying off the handle or getting uh, overly upset about perceived missed calls or things that happen in a game, I, I do think that it can have an impact on the team. I don't think it always does, but I think it can have an impact on the team. And he has he has bought into the uh, keeping the picture small one day at a time mm -hmm. like nobody I've ever seen. That's usually a message in sports. It's a cliche that I know a lot of fans get tired of, but I understand where it comes from. I mean, you can't, there's nothing the Oilers or the Kings can do about game three or game four or tomorrow's practice. Just tonight. They have to worry about tonight. So, so I get it, but he has sold it. And, and I think for a lot of it is how do you communicate that to the players? How is the message delivered both in tone and language? And, and we had a coaching change here. Mm -hmm. Other teams changed coaches. Teams change coaches all the time. Most coaches in most sports are preaching the same fundamental things. How, but how are you getting that message across to get the players to, tr to truly execute? And I think that's one way Jay is doing it. And for the most part, it's worked. Reed Wilkins checking in this afternoon. I know that you need to get going and get inside and do your thing. We'll talk again. And I, and I should say about controlled emotion, George Ar Ar Archibald is back tonight. Oh, and wonderful. He, and he let his emotion okay. get the best yeah. of him in game three last year against the Winnipeg Jets. He took a silly penalty in yeah. the third period with the Oilers up 4-1. That sparked the Winnipeg comeback to tie the game and then win in overtime, and then he was suspended yeah. for game four. So he's back tonight. And now he's, he only played eight regular season games, didn't play on Monday. He's back tonight. Reed, when I touch him, when we talk again in just about an hour, time I want to find out exactly yeah, who else is coming up on the show but I have a question for sure. you I want you to think on if you were to wear an Oilers jersey what player's name would you wear on the back okay can I tell you now or later no tell me later oh yeah Hold I, on can, to I, that. I can tell you later sure all right all right Reed Wilkins the host of Inside Sports the face-off show coming up just after six o'clock